Vision View Sports Radio Outside Broadcast. We're still broadcasting live from Edlamini Esoweto, where Okatlego um, is actually launching the Pandas Hockey Club, and some coaching clinics have been taking place. And you know, some kids also having fun. And we do have have the pleasure, rather, to have the coach Lithlano Lomaduka. Uh, he's been next to us, right? We've been listening to him, speaking to the kids, engaging, and just uh, you know, um, doing the the coaching clinic. Lithlano. Hello and welcome. Hello, how are you doing? Good in yourself? I'm well, thank you. You're such a vibrant coach. I try. <laughs> you really this is actually love my kids. happiest place on the hockey pitch. You can tell because yeah. of how you engage with the kids. How long have you been doing this for? Coaching, that is. Coaching effectively. <laughs> I think for the past 12, 13 years. Mm. 35, 21. Yeah, 12, 13, 14 years, essentially. Um, started in Bloom. I'm actually from the Free State. Okay. Uh, my friend of mine invited me to go coach at a school, Brepna. No, yeah. 19. Yeah. <laughs> um, at a school, Brepna High School. Um, helped out a few times there. I was still playing for um, the UOFs. And then the bug just bit. And when I transferred to Pretoria, by the grace of whatever, um, I was invited to a primary school, Antum Fambori. And literally ever since then, I've just been on the Astro, or wherever, grass, Astro, coaching. It's fun. I've, I enjoy it. Yeah. Let's mm. talk about your relationship with Katleko. Yeah, she's a vibe, mate. Um, we met last year, um, playing, no, yeah, last, no, 20 COVID times, yeah. Oh, 20 COVID. No, man. <laughs> Dude, it feels like COVID minus the whole two years. True. I don't know. True, I get you. <laughs> like, I've not aged two years. Uh-huh. Um, and ironically, my medical age measures me at like 32. Like, yeah. <laughs> Long story short, we were playing against each other. Um, I was recovering from one of my um, ops. Um, a mate of mine asked me to come play summer league. We met there, um, exchanged numbers, but I lost the number somehow. And then late last year, we met again, um, shared a few experiences with regards to the hockey pitch. Unfortunately, something happened. Oh, I had another op. Um, I've had a lot of ops over the past four or five years. And then this year, I played in a tournament called Masters Hockey, mm-hmm. South African Masters Hockey. Mm-hmm. And that's where we connected again. And quite literally, I've been speaking with Kat every single day ever since then. And then she introduced me to the logic of Panda. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mate, yeah, we've also been kind of trying to do the same thing in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. But she's... Yeah, the fact that you guys are here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? So... I'm enjoying this relationship. I'm learning a lot more than I normally give, mm-hmm. which is a strange thing. It's, it's slightly uncomfortable, but I guess it's part of growth. And she's helping advance that growth also. So yeah, I'm happy. Well, talk to us about um, the age group that you were busy with right now and uh, what are some of the things that you actually covered and were teaching them? So the age group, from what I've picked up, it's from under eight, under nine. Okay. Um, and it looks like it stretches to under 12 um, with a lady called Wande. Um Number of things we've covered, which some of the steps we've skipped because kids pick up very quickly. Mm. Um, we've picked. We started with the typical holding your stick. That's how you hold it. And the atypical, you play hockey on the, on the flat side of the stick. They're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there on, they just we just progressed from yardsticks, something we call yardsticks. It's a dribbling technique um, to block tackles or tackling techniques. And the kids just get it. Um, just to also continue on that logic on why we skip the number of steps is that from what I picked up they prefer playing more than being told this is how you hold this is how you do it 
obviously different from certain other demographics that I've worked with. Hence, we advanced so quickly to the mini-game version of the game. And again, they got it. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, are these kids that have been exposed to the sports or that needs maybe their talent to be nurtured a bit or kids that have never played the sport before? Um, it's, it's a combination of all. Um, from what I've, I've noticed, it, they, the indoor World Cup in January helped. Because um, I think a lot of the kids caught it on TV mm. or at minimum in the news or someone spoke of it. Um, so from what I've picked up, they're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to come do this. So having it said that, it, it looks like kids that have never heard of the sport mm. and the marketing drive Kate Katz has been involved in over the past two or three weeks clearly has helped. But critically also, we've also noticed that there's a lot of them who are holding a hockey stick for the first time today and we've already identified, dude, we need to work with that kid a bit more, help him advance himself a bit more. So it's... And I think in each and every grouping that we have with us as the respective coaches, we've got a minimum of two or three kids. So well done to Kat for bringing this to, to this environment. But more importantly, it goes to show that there's talent anywhere and everywhere, quite literally. All you need is to unearth it. Mm, yeah. mm. And I'm glad you spoke about the importance because what are the benefits of having coaching clinics like this, of having a hockey club, of giving these kids access to a sport that is not so popular in the hood dude I've got such a funny personal story of how I started hockey um, and it pertains to something like this so I grew up in the so called suburbs um, I'm not so called in the suburbs <laughs> but this isn't a free state so yeah. it's basically a farm regardless mm-hmm. um, however I picked up hockey because I had to start playing I had to quit rugby because I got I got a serious injury in a, in a rugby match and my mother was like Manaka <laughs> We're stopping now yeah. So a mate of mine Used to play hockey And introduced me to Ironically indoor hockey So mm. the indoor World Cup I was I'm heavy into indoor mm. um, And then I was playing outside of, Oh sorry The only place Where we could play hockey or I knew where to play hockey Was in the township In Tabung In Valcom I'm from Like I said I'm from Valcom Or the Free State Valcom And we went there Almost every single day And when I got there I only saw black people Play hockey Like in my head oh, wow. <laughs> That was it Wow Boom, go back to school. I remember the following year, which is grade 11. And I find out predominantly it's a white dominated sport in South Africa in particular. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Played, fortunate enough to make the provincial team and just progress from there. So having it said that, and then I got introduced to the idea of clinics. So concepts like this. Mm. And this is where I learned that there were certain technical aspects that I did not understand. Mm. Because where I started, we just played games, as much games as we could. Mm. So my gameplay was pretty decent. However, my technical aspect of certain things was in no way to be found. Mm. And that is where I've, personally, I've kind of structured the way I coach around ensuring that the base platform of any one person I engage with is sorted. So even, like I said, when we started, it's how you hold the stick. This is how you engage. And the step that we skipped are not steps that we won't come back to, like I mentioned earlier. So clinics are very critical. Bringing it to an environment like SOA, so um, ironically, I was listening to a podcast coming here where the, the number of people in SOA is massive. Mm-hmm. And just speaking with the kids, 
um, I'm I'm blunt with the kids. I ask them, did what culture do you fall under? No, I'm Zulu. I'm mm. I'm, I'm Shangan. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> so everyone from a cultural background perspective is technically in Soweto. That's probably the most diverse township we have in the country. So introducing it to this particular environment in the way that we have for me is critical because then it, it shows the kids that hey dude we can still create that melting rain, rainbow pot that was sold to us quite a few years ago but importantly there's also people that are out here that will help you step up into the next level whatever next level it is for you from what I'm picking up just to sorry overlap slightly Cat wants to do a lot more admin and he wants to let the coaches coach mm. which for me it's a great thing because mm. um, when I admin I admin mm. and you can imagine if you do, you're strong in one area mm-hmm. one other area will be weaker mm-hmm. so regardless of where the kids will end up whether it's the administrative front of the sport and I hope they stay in the sport for as long as they reasonably can um or whether it's on the field or whether it's umpiring, coaching, I don't know, whatever will fall on their laps, this is a great platform. Um, and it's a great way also to expose the sport to other demographics in the country. Mm. And who knows where we'll end up. Hopefully we'll build an astro here. Exactly. <laughs> very, very soon. But lastly, um, you mentioned, you know, a platform to unearth talent, right? Now I want to get to... I actually want you to tell me what your thoughts are on the current status of hockey. Because, yeah, yeah. You know when we got here, ne? <laughs> the reason why I'm saying yes because <laughs> Lithuanolo is giving me a face. When we got here, we were like, yo, but you hockey in the country, you know? So, personally, from you as a coach, as someone who's played the sport. I'll be honest. Um, in, in a few things, the other ones I'll be PC with. <laughs> This year's IPT, um, especially under 14 IPT, was across the national IPTs into provincial tournaments across the across all the provinces. Um, I think selection was poor from all of us, mm-hmm. and I thought initially it's because people have a bias towards specific types of players. Mm. But then when I started looking back over the past three or four years. Unfortunately, when I mentioned the big C word, um, COVID hurts us mm. from a progress perspective because a lot of those kids became couch potatoes, mm. right? And then when I looked at, ironically, the year behind them, so the under thir- no, the under-13s are also struck with the same issue, but the under-12s, on the other hand, they're fine for whatever reason. In fact, they've, they look like they've, they've just stepped up a level or two from what the typical under-12 player is like. From a national general perspective, the under-18s, we've got an under-18 national player yeah. in Devon. Um, we've got Tristan also, who should be breaking through very soon. Um, I think Devon also made that the 21 team also um, this year. So, it's from that perspective, it looks like that layer is fine, but I'm more worried about the layer behind them. Mm. Um, in that we did get affected by COVID. Um, but then, then from a national team perspective, I've spoken to a few administrators, um, the coaches, it seems like, no, not it seems, we have selected well, mm-hmm. um, especially for the upcoming AFCON, Afcon t- tournament. We are going to see a lot of new faces, which is one of my biggest favorites. Um, having it said that, I am a, a bit worried about Egypt's preparation because they look like they're very, very strong. And we've gone with both sets of, of teams with the ladies and men. We've gone for re- relatively youth 
based teams. So we should face stern competition against the Egyptians in particular. But I think we'll take it. Um, the tournament is in Pretoria in about two weeks, I believe. Is that at the Hartfelt Arena? No, no, no it's, a, it's a taxi. <laughs> yeah, they're and like I run friends for taxi. <laughs> <laughs> so if I wanted to, I could just... <laughs> no, but I'll probably be there in okay. one or other capacity, yeah. All right. Well, Lithuanola, thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for the great work that you're doing as a coach and contributing to sports development because this is what's important, the foundation. No, epic, mate. I'll, I'll help you with that shit, friend. <laughs> that shit is good. Tell this to your listeners. Hashtag, we love sports digital radio station in Africa. Africa.